special moments in our lives when the Spirit of God transcends whatever is in front of us. And we feel and we see something different. Today, we, we think of those moments as branching moments. We think of people who touched our lives in some way or another, and we, we light a candle and we see their faces. We remember their names. Remember special moments in our life where, where love was more palpable than ever before. You think back, you know, you think of your first love, perhaps, and when that person entered your life, how all you could think about was that person, and you wanted to be with that person uh, every moment. A moment rich in feeling and presence and power. Love is like that. Uh, a child is born, and we heard this wonderful witness of Joe and Kathy's uh, son-in-law as he celebrated the birth of a, a new child last week, and we could all feel uh, the love that he was experiencing uh, for the child and for the hope he had in his future. And then there are moments unlike that, are moments when someone passes, and we think of the time of all the things that person gave to us. And yet, there's not an end. As a people of God, there is that promise that links us to that which is yet to be beyond this earth, where we hope and we live in faith that there is something even better coming. And so that promise at that particular moment in time that God is with us and will help us to overcome with a sense of hope for the future that is still not yet. And then there are historical moments in time where God's Spirit seems more present than ever before. I was uh, thinking back what it must have been like 500 years ago, this, this very week, uh, when a, a German monk decided to protest against the power of the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church at that time, and to nail these theses, where posts were commonly made for the village, he nailed these theses on this a church door in Wittenberg, Germany, against the, uh, the church, which at that, that time had power and was corrupted, and they fortunately changed too, with what we now refer to as the Protestant Reformation. 500 years ago, something occurred to a, a local parish priest in Wittenberg, Germany, and the future changed. Uh, we think about how the, the scriptures were written in Latin at that time, and only the educated priests could, could read the scriptures. But Martin Luther made it his point to translate the scriptures uh, into the common language of the German people, and so he made an effort to get the Bible printed in German because he believed that the word of God was for what? The people of God. And so the scriptures, and that was only the scriptures, draw us to the family of faith that we know through Jesus Christ. History is replete with times that are special and unique where one person made all the difference in the world in terms of the way the future went. And we live in those times in many ways uh, still today. There are moments where we're moved to tears of sadness and moments of great love and hope. We, I remember Nadine and I visited uh, uh, this special place in 9-11. It wasn't yet a memorial as uh, we remembered all of the, the tragedies and the loss of life on that day. But there was a, a church, and it still is there, an Episcopal church, next door to uh, where the Twin Towers were. And I, I remember going through the chapel. It was a place of, of respite.
for the workers who were then at that particular time cleaning up uh, the tragic mess of, of the Twin Towers and their collapse. And so they, they realized what they were dealing with and the pain of loss that was still poignant uh, during those moments. But in this particular sanctuary where uh, firemen's uh, robes or, or garments that firefighters wore during that particular time, and they each had uh, patches on their particular uniforms. And so what had occurred in that moment, in that terrible moment in time, is that firefighters from across the world had sent patches uh, to this little church that displayed the uniforms of the firefighters of, of New York. And so there was uh, both pain and loss and, and tragic memory, uh, but also at that point in time, there was a unity uh, of spirit and gratitude for those that went into uh, the fires in order to save people they didn't even know. From all these different tribes, these patches came and uh, witnessed to the solidarity of the, the power of hope and faith and encouragement and love to make a difference in the world. I think of the, the powerful words of St. Paul when he thinks about uh, the tragedies that we face, the discouragement that we encounter, uh, sometimes even the hopelessness. And he, he reminds us that we are all children of God. All who are led by what? The Spirit of God are children of God. For we didn't receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but we've received the spirit of adoption. All who are led by the Spirit, who cry, Abba, Father, will experience the presence of the Holy Spirit, that we suffer with God, with Jesus, in order that we might also be glorified with him. So that times of tragedy will be overcome when we ultimately put our faith in the Spirit of God. I, uh, I think of these wonderful thoughts of John, who was reputedly the closest disciple to Jesus. And he says these words, there's a hymn that keeps coming back to me, some of you know it. Behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us that we should be called the children of God. Behold the manner of love the Father has given unto us, the kind of love that he gives to us that we would be called children of God. I was uh, preparing for the Joseph study coming up and thinking about the faith of Joseph as he bore witness to another time in the world, if you think about it, keeps coming back to Bethlehem. Uh, every year, we come back to this moment of hope in a world that was broken and pain-filled, dark, uncertain of the future. I think in, in, in preparing for the Joseph study, thinking about this man of faith in this difficult time and accepting the news that Mary was to have a child immaculately, by the Holy Spirit. It is a moment in time as we prepare for the coming of God's light into the world, as we think about his love in sending Jesus Christ. I was um, with a person, playing bridge in fact, last week, who uh, is going through a change in his life. He's uh, a former addict, and he had just come from a, a session on um, well, what it monitored the, the 12-step program. And I, I was aware of the 12 steps that a person has to go through. And I asked him uh, which one was most important to me. And I could see that he drifted into a special place as he recited each one of those 12 steps that he trusted God was going to help him to move through the dark times to a place of hope. And he recited them. And I could see the, 
the forming love that this man has with a sense of God's presence in his life in the now. I uh, want to conclude with a prayer. You know the serenity prayer is commonly used by 12-step folks as they go through their changes. And they, they, they recite just part of it. But the most important part, it seems to me, often gets unsaid. You know, the prayer is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. But the words that neighbor wrote that often do not get remembered are the next ones about living in this time but with a sense of hope for the world that is yet to come. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking as he did, that is, Jesus did, taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, if I surrender to his will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this world that an, and supremely happy, supremely happy with him, in the world that is to come, forever and ever in the next. For that which has been, we say thank you. For all those on whose shoulders we stand, we say thank you. And for that which is yet to be, we say yes. You think about these words of revelation, just like patches that came for the the special service and the ceremonies that surrounded the firefighters in New York, all these different patches from different parts of the world witnessing to the power of love and faith and hope. It's sort of what John sees in his final vision, that all of the nations and tribes of the world will ultimately come together and celebrate the victory, the ultimate victory that we have in God's promises in Jesus Christ. Amen.